What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast, broadcasting to you live from beautiful, sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Keith Farrell. I'm joined, as always, by the number one Jets fan in the state of Texas, none other than my colleague and co-host, Michael Lagaris, everyone. Mike, what's up? Hey, I hope you guys aren't eating too much candy. I hope, uh, you know, you guys are being safe out there. Wild times, baby. <laughs> yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. Look, I'm ready to roll to my Halloween party. Look, I got the I got the Lambda 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 on here, Mike. Louis Skolnick. I, I, I didn't want to shave the beard and fully commit, uh, but I'm going out with the wife. I figured I'd toss it on for the show, give everyone a little bit of a view of my And that team this weekend looked like a bunch of nerds for about 59 minutes, Mike. Let's be real. Zach Wilson looked like he should have. Zach Wilson looked like he was a tri out there throwing that football 59 minutes. Doesn't matter, though, because Captain Clutch stepped up in the last minute. My big, big completion of Wilson. I think it was a 29-yarder to Garrett Wilson. Big completion to Lazard. They get down the field, somehow get the ball spiked with one second left, kick a field goal, let's go. Let's go, because Jet fans, you knew it, and I knew it once we got the game in overtime. It was a wrap for the Giants. I'm going to act like, look, I'm not going to sit here, Mike. We were texting. We were like, we have no confidence. At halftime, we felt good because the Giants aren't going to score. Then all they do is run the ball when they come out, go down the field running and score. That was demoralizing. Some of these stats we're going to do are totally mind-boggling. But when the smoke clears at the end, with 24 seconds left, and everybody, just so you know, Mike put a uh, tweet out talking about the quarterbacks that have been drafted since 2020, uh, 2021. The most comebacks in the NFL. It's not Mac Jones. It's not Trevor Lawrence. It's not Justin Fields. Not any of these guys. Mike, who is it again? Zach Wilson. <laughs> now, what's crazy, Mike? And you put a tweet out. The tweet Mike put out actually went viral, guys. ABG, ABG fans, if you're on Twitter, go take a look. Almost a million views. Probably the most viral. Anything we've ever put out, ever got to um, in ABG history. But he only has 11 wins in his career, Zach. Mike, six of them are fourth quarter comebacks. Hard to make that stuff up. Hard to Craziness. make that stuff up, baby. Craziness. And that game this weekend, man, it was ugly. Not just on the Jet side. Both teams. Mike, when I went, I know we didn't look good on third down. We were two for 15 on third down, Mike. G-Man, two for 19. Now, their quarterback went out. All they did was run the ball. We have no excuse, though. So, I'm going to give yep. the Giants a, a pass. Their QB went out. We just, we just looked abysmal. Mike, and then you yep. get to the end, two big passes from Zach, and we spoke about it. it, it those were kind of the plays. It seems like he'll play bad an entire game, and often he's kind of recouped it right at the end with some of these off-schedule plays kind of scrambling, boom, throws across the field. Mike, what a game, what a win. Jets four and three after seven games with Zach Wilson at QB. I think this is the best we can ask for, even though he's not, even though he's not playing that well. We're looking good, Mike. What are your thoughts about this game this weekend and the fact that we were actually able to come away with a win? It was, I, I mean, it's unspeakable. What I saw it was the worst football game I've ever seen, I think, in my lifetime, just based on what I was seeing offensively. I know it was a terrible um environment but i mean my first thought is after the win is stepping back and looking at the fact the jets are four and three the fact that they have the number one special teams unit in the national football league the top one of the top defensive units in the national football league from a dvoa perspective they're sixth sure. it from pff grade they're ranked second you know, looking at an EPA lens, they're fifth, okay? And despite those amazing feats at those positions, 
the offensive side of the ball, they're the worst. Okay, they're the worst at third down. They're the worst in the red zone or second to worst. Okay, and I look and I say to myself, how can a team this bad offensively be four and three in the mix? Unreal. And it's because of the, what I just mentioned. From a yeah. defensive side, we're turning the ball over. We're getting after the quarterback. Bryce Huff leads the NFL in pressures, right? Like, guys, you know, this is crazy that we're really in a situation in which if we had a healthy Aaron Rodgers, we'd be the number one seed in the league. I don't care. I don't give a crap what anybody says to me. I mean, you guys are seeing it in front of your face. We should not have won that game on Sunday. Okay. And we're still won somehow. And you could speak to coaching and I give Salah a lot of credit, but offensively the play calling here, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta change. And you know, Zach, we're going to get into Zach um, specifically. Is he clutch? What do we think of his performance? But, I mean, guys, if you go look at his statistics, look at his numbers, he's at the bottom. 29, 28. And I hear people, and I don't mean to call this guy out because I love his podcast, Play Like a Jet, Scott Mason. And he says that Zach has taken a significant step. Okay. Now, here's my problem with him. I agree, Scott. I agree that he has made a jump. Not saying he has not. But if you're in high school and you're failing tests, right? You're getting 55s and 60s on your tests. And somehow now you're getting 67 and a 68. Yeah, I'm improved. I'm passing, right? Yeah. But that's not a significant jump. A significant jump means I'm getting 80s. You know what I'm saying? It's getting 79s. The only thing that Zach has done this season that I could say looked like a significant step was the Chiefs game. And that's because they opened it up for him, right? Other than that, we haven't seen a significant step. We've seen very tiny little, you know, j jumps, if you will. But it's not so much to be excited about, right? So that's overall my main thing is Keith with four and three. And yeah, the offense is the worst, and the defense is the best. <laughs> Look, we can all we can all have everyone out of their own opinion, Mike, and anyone that's out there doing it—a Jet podcast, loving the Jets. I'm and I support you, and I, I'm gonna have you back no matter what as a Jet fan. But if what you're saying, if you're saying this, and you're not just trying to get likes or get people to view your podcast because you want to be controversial, if you're actually saying you intelligently think you've seen him make a big leap this year, if that's what someone's saying respectfully i'm gonna have to disagree we played seven games he has five touchdowns come on some of these touchdowns are dumps off dump offs to Brees hall where he goes down the whole field he's not playing he was he just played one of the worst games i've ever seen mike he was 17 for 36. the touchdown was a pass to Brees hall he took down the whole field i don't know how anyone could say that and have any argument unless what they want to do is go oh, no no forget about the stats and what you see when I'm by myself in the room on the film, I see something different. Okay, knock yourself out. Okay, fine. Okay, sure. Um, I don't sit there and break down every single pass he throws every single week. I watch every game. I got the game on again behind me right now. Um, yeah. I watch him as, as I've watched Zach for three years. His quarterback rating was a 69 when he was a rookie. It's a 74 now. We're five. We're seven games in. He has five touchdowns. I mean, this, this is not somebody that's improving in any major way. If you want to say he's improving incrementally, sure. Like Mike said, if Zach was 
an F as a rookie, he's a D minus now because when you go through the NFL, we're 25th in passing yards. The only people with less passing yards than Wilson were all guys that haven't started games, that missed games. Deshaun Watson, all these other guys that haven't played a lot, Mike. Um, in, in touchdowns, um, he has five, so he's 28th in the NFL. When it comes to getting sacked, he's been sacked 23 times. That's not all his fault, but it's the sixth most in the league because he holds onto the ball too long. We know that. That's a problem he's had since he started, Mike. Um, and his QB rating is 74. It's 30th in the league. So if what you're seeing is an improvement, I don't see it. But I do one thing. We, we keep winning, and we're winning in spite of it. And this this is kind of what I felt like back in the day when we had Mark Sanchez running the quarterback spot, Mike, for us was we're winning in spite of the fact that our quarterback is far below average. He's far he below was, average. Yeah, and he was last week as well. When you're talking about the defense and how it's keeping us in games, look, I know when it comes to running the ball, teams are able to run the ball on us a little bit this year, especially the first three games of the year. The Giants only ran it. That was a bizarre game. I mean, that – that didn't help our run stats. I think they ran it 40 times or something crazy, Mike, last week. But when you look at the pass, gets our number five against the pass. We'll get into this Charger game. That's going to be good in that Charger game. But number 31 against the rush. So it's kind of a dichotomy, a dichotomy there when it comes to the defense. But, Mike, they won the game, right? And one of the other guys, you mentioned special teams, Thomas Morstead. Oh, I mean, this guy This guy is just – we had, um, you know, the LeBron James up hunting. We had Brayden Man there for a little while. Didn't get it done. We loved him, Mike. We hyped him up. We tried, we tried our best. We tried our best to hype a punter up, right? Didn't work. He was a bump. We bring Thomas Morstead back to the Jets. He's dropping balls in the three-yard line. My balls are just hitting. They're like beanbags, these things. Spinning. And then, all right, we'll give Morstead some props because he played a big role in that win for a punter. We got to admit it. And then Greg DeLay. Guys, on the season, Greg Zerline, 16 for 17. But the past three weeks, he's 11 for 11. Including, obviously, we know the, the game-tying field goal and the game-winning field goal that just made it in there. Thank you, for that penalty. Thank you for that penalty, Giants. We, we, need, we needed a little bit more space, and he gave it to us. Mike, what are you talking about? Greg the Legs accounted for field goals and extra points. About 37 points in the past three games. And what? We've scored 31, 20, and 13. So that's not many points we scored. So you're thinking about what he's contributed as far as kicking goes. Look, we haven't have not been able to put the ball in the end zone, but the fact that we have that weapon at kicker, which is why we brought him in here, uh, and that that's been that's been huge. I mean, we don't we don't give him enough credit a lot of times, but he de- deserves a lot of credit. And now let's get into Zach Mike when we talk about his play throughout the day. On the day, 17 for 36, one touchdown. I saw a lot of Jet fans on Facebook and different places saying, "Hey, don't hate on Zach. What are you talking about? He won the game." And it's like. Oh, man. All we're saying so, is we might we might have won the game by thirty if we had a real quarterback. That's all. That's all anyone's so, saying. So the and biggest might, problem, the, the biggest problem is this, Keith. I mean, it comes down to this with Zach. He his third down ability is I'm sorry, it, it's unacceptable. I don't care what the scheme is. I don't care what it's called. I don't care whether you cannot be zero for twelve on third down. You can't. Not it. Not as a professional quarterback. Can't do it. Okay. Um. Did he miss Brees Hall in the flat? You know, did one of those stupid... Yes, but I haven't seen a lot of that. So I'm not going to go no. and start saying he's doing that. That's the first time I've seen it really this year. But he held the ball twice and got a strip, got got sacked and lost uh, lost the ball on, on one of them, right? And I know Becton got beat by um, Kayvon early and yeah. he didn't have the best game. But, you know, Zach holding the ball and not letting it go, that's a problem. Zach... Um, not making quicker decisions and just, you know, moving backwards, that's a problem. His red zone, his third down, I'm not seeing, you know, the growth needed. Now, that being said, here's my question to you, Keith. 
Yeah, so. so the genesis behind why we decided to tweet that um, statistic out in that Zach Wilson is leading his draft class in comeback wins was because yep. we remembered, oh yeah, remember against the Steelers in Pittsburgh last year, down in the fourth, and Zach just looked on fire? You and me were yeah. like, yo, look at this kid. Execution. We were like, this is what we've been waiting for, right? Yeah. We were, me and you were excited. And then the next week it was like, whatever, right? We remember the comeback against the Buffalo Bills. We remember the Tennessee game. Remember that? And so we just decided to go quickly look and we we're like, oh, son, he's got six fourth quarter comebacks in his career. That's pretty sick. I mean, now you could blame a lot of the comments were that's because he sucks and they're already behind the Tebow factor, so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. But <laughs> I, let me ask you this, Keith. You got to have a certain like thing about you yeah, to execute in the biggest moments. You do. Uh, Michael, sure. right? Michael, uh, Kobe, uh, Tom, you know, these guys all did it right now. Yeah. The fact that Zach has done this in all three years of his career and that it seems like when he's pressed up against it, even that Chiefs game, you could call that Chiefs game and his entire game was his career was on the line and he executed. Yep. What do you think that says about his mental makeup? That's my first question to you. Well, it's interesting you phrase it that way because when it comes to mental makeup, I think that was one of the attributes with Zach that pundits and writers and podcasters kind of questioned coming into this year. Now, coming into this year, we're thinking Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, so we weren't framing it in the context of him being the starter. But why Aaron Rodgers is here right now, for the most part, is the fact that we all thought Zach seems like the mental part of the game. He's not there. Like, you Mike, you said, and we, we debated here on the show, he can make every throw, and you see him, and, and he does sometimes look ridiculous. He'll go run to the right, throw to the left, and you're like, wow. But he's not, at least his first two years, those easy passes he wasn't making. It seems like this year that's not as much of a problem, Mike, for him. Uh, but when it comes to the, the mental acumen for coming back at the end of the games, it is, like, I've played sports my whole life, and I remember end of games when, say, you're the guy up at bat or you're shooting a free throw. It's hard to block out the fact that the, the context is, wow, we're at the end. This means, this free throw means way more than the first quarter, <laughs> yeah. right? This is a, this at bat I have right now in the ninth means way more than my at-bat in a second, even though technically it doesn't really. It's not. It's the same thing, but it's not, right? So the fact that this kid has been... I, I said the same thing to you, Mike. The Jets have been down. He's only won 11 games. So the Jets have been down a lot when he's played. But so have the Bears. Yes. And Justin Fields has six wins in, you know, three years. So, so have a lot of really bad quarterbacks... Usually they're behind, just like I said, just like maybe some of the comments said. The difference is those bad quarterbacks don't somehow at the end figure out a way to win. With Zach, I don't know why. I don't know how this is a real stat. I wish we didn't have to come back all the time, right? But it seems like at the end of some of these games, even last week, I mean, for there to be 24 seconds left Sorry. and to go that through a day, to go through a day, Mike, when you're like, wow, at that point, I think we had one, we had gotten one third down. We had maybe had the one play to Brees Hall was like the only play over 20 yards the whole day. So if you're at Mike, Mike, my dad, I'm, I got a text from my dad as we're lining up to kick the field goal to tie the game. My dad had turned the game off. He was like, Keith, I can't believe it. He called my dad calls the Giants the Blue Bellies. He's like, Keith, I can't believe we lost to the Blue Bellies. He's freaking, this team stinks. Negative nine yards. And I'm like, dad, the game's tied. And he's like, 
what are you and he's like he calls me and i'm like all right not the best time for a call all right what's up old man he's like the game time what are you talking about i'm like put it back on like that's where a lot of jet fans i think right well the game's over 20 but for 24 seconds left it seems like he, I, I don't know garrett wilson made a great play and so did lazard it's only two passes but it's funny when you want to criticize the kid, which I've done plenty, you've done plenty, many people have done. And even this year, I don't think he's playing. We can't say he's playing well. He's not. But there's been big moments this year. The Chiefs game is one of them. The Chiefs game was basically him, like Mike said, playing for his job, and he played good the whole game. Now, he has not played a great game really since that game. If you look at the stats, look at QB rating, look at efficiency ratings. Has not been amazing since then. But we've won every game. So what am I supposed to do with that? Like, what are we, so what are we supposed to do? Go ahead, that that pass in overtime, I know the, the Garrett Wilson hit was tremendous, and then the Lazard, and then getting down and being able to spike the ball with one spectacular. Okay, across across, I, I just the play in overtime when he was being rushed, son, he was getting hit, and he hits Garrett for a first down. It was the second. Only the second, uh, third down conversion of the game. Yeah. Yo, that throw to me was like, holy, like that's yeah. not easy. Not easy. Under pressure. Hits him exactly where he needed to hit him. And I say to myself, like, yo, where is this? And 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 this is what I'm going to say to you, Pete. I do think that he is not a good quarterback. That's what I think. That's how I feel about Zach Wilson. But... I also think that I think the coaching staff is scared of him. I yeah. think that they are not letting him play. Like, just let him go. They're not doing it. I don't know why. They did it in the Chiefs game. I'm just watching the, some of the plays they're calling. They're being conservative. They're being like, yo, we're going to smash you, and, and we're not going to make mistakes. Yo, you got to just let him play. And if he throws interceptions, then F it. Like he throws interceptions, yeah. like so. You know, again, I don't think he's great, but I feel like he's not. They're not just. They're not designing plays specifically for his skill sets, and they're not just letting him go to go to work uh, from an aerial perspective. Like on first down, throw the damn ball. Stop with the runs every yeah. freaking time. Run on first down. Run on first down. There's no, you know. It's just boring and bland. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I do think that Zach has a, he's not afraid in the fourth. Okay. And, and, yeah. and I can say that, that not, I, yeah. I can say that this kid is when, when all the chips are down and, and it's, and you gotta go, he'll go. And he's already proven it to me. The, the, the moment isn't too big for him to execute. But in the very end of the game, yeah, but the whole other rest of the fourth quarter, he's dropping back, taking sacks, and he's doing things. And I understand what the, my argument to what you said, Mike, about the Jets not letting him go and all that is that um, the Chiefs game, he threw it almost, he threw it 39 times. So he let it go that game. He threw it 36 times yesterday, though. That's a lot. So I don't, if they, if you sit around in a room as coaches, I think they're being honest and their thought is if we want to win football games, which they've done three weeks in a row. We can't, Zach, well, you can't open the playbook up like he's Patrick Mahomes. He's not capable. And I, I think that's what they think. I, I don't care what anyone's argument is with improvement and this and that. He has five touchdowns in seven games. Right. You know, we're on pace for 10 touchdowns, 11 touchdowns the whole season. I mean, anybody knows that's not good. 
And you could say that's a byproduct of the offense being conservative, and it probably is. But I think that's a, it's a it's the chicken of the egg. It's like, right. are they doing that because he's not capable, Mike? Right? Or is it just a byproduct of them thinking maybe he is capable? But look, we're just going to run it and play defense. I mean, the the recipe to win for the Jets, even though they didn't run the ball well yesterday, was still to get the ball to Brees Hall and play good defense. And it won them a game yesterday. It won them a game versus Philly. It won them a game versus the Broncos, where I mean, they kicked field goals all day. Uh, had a, a touchdown return at the end by the defense to seal the game. I mean, I just think, Mike, it's more them saying, we're only going to ask this kid to really do it when we need him to, which maybe isn't the best way to groom him, but it's, it's year three, though. So it's like he should already be at a spot where he can, you know, we, where we're not one in six, 16 on third downs, you know, where maybe he's processing things a little faster because it seems like the processing speed is still what gets him. And I wish, I just wish he would get out of that pocket a little more, scramble a little more. But, I mean, to that extent, Mike, it's so funny because his stats are just absolutely putrid. And they've won three games in a row. This happened last year. Yeah, they had a stretch year. where they were 5-1. Right. and one, And over the five games, he threw three touchdowns. You're right. And Jet fans went crazy. And I'm like, wait, make sure we understand what we're seeing. Because what we're watching is a bad quarterback just not throw interceptions finally. You know, which he didn't do last week also. And that's where we have the bar set. And we're winning, so we think it's good. It's not good. This is not a good quarterback. So right. if, Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers is out there, I mean, things are going to look a lot different, obviously. If a competent right. quarterback is out there that can stretch the field, things will look different. If we could throw the ball down the field right now, do you guys know how the run game would look? I mean, we would be – Brees Hall is already beasting. But you play a team like yesterday, like the Giants, like Mike said when we did the last podcast, they're going to blitz him all day. Every time a team does this, he's not very he's not very effective, and he wasn't in this game at all. That's all they did to him, Mike. Uh, another thing to mention, in the, separate from Zach, Mike, in the game, was the penalties. Um, a big game by C.J. Mosley, big game by Quincy. But Quincy Williams, like, Mike, he plays right on that edge, which is why he's so good the last two years. But yeah. this dude needs to – he's going to cost us a win. Like, he should have already – he should have cost us a win last week. Clemens with the offsides on the punt from the one. I'm like, we did the Jets – played on offense and then did everything with mental mistakes you could possibly do to lose that game. Yeah. So even though we, we want to give Salah a lot of credit for grinding the 3-0, these penalties, Mike, they have to stop. They got they to. They have to stop, dude. They got to. But I'll tell you this. That defense, you know, just going over some of these statistics, guys, points per game, they're averaging 18.4 points per game, giving up, which is eighth best in the league. Yep. For per pass, a 2.6 at third best. Uh, yards per pass, 4.8, fourth best. Red zone scoring, 36%. Fourth best TDs per game, 1.6 touchdowns are hit against this defense. That's yep. second best in the National Football League. Rush TDs per game, 0.4, which is fifth. Um, guys, this this defense is just unbelievable. It's a Super Bowl, uh, uh, it's a Super Bowl caliber defense. Um, I, I just can't. That, um, I can't tip my hat more to what they've done defensively. Uh, I wish the offense was, you know, in the same light. Like I said, that's why Aaron Rodgers would have been so uh, tr tremendous here on here on this team. Yep. But look, they didn't do much at the at the trade deadline. We just finished a trade deadline, Keith. We added a 
offensive lineman. We added us. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Scaffield. Uh, a Roger Saffold. Yeah, he used to be at the Saffold. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. From, uh, he wasn't he great won. last year, but he was in the Pro Bowl 2022. So maybe last year when he's an older guy, he's 35 years old, Mike. That's a pretty quality ad. Um, just, I'm talking about just off the free agent scrap heap there. Considering what we went through last week, considering we know that. Um, McGovern and Swites are both on the IR right now. We already have ABT um, out for the whole season, so the Jets just can't. It seems like every year we cannot catch a break on the offensive line. Like before we go on to the um, the charging game, one thing I want to mention to your point you just said: those uh, defensive stats Mike just mentioned, guys. All those stats are even more impressive when you consider up until the last two or three weeks there was games there on the field forty minutes, yeah. thirty-five minutes. You know, so those stats are kind of. When you when you grade them on a curve, it's kind of unbelievable they're even at where they're at because they were they got themselves up to about I think tenth or eleventh overall defense, Mike, right now, and a lot of the other staff there in the top. So the Jets are looking good. Defense is getting on the right track. Two more sacks from Jermaine Johnson. Bryce Huff is a team in sacks. Bryce Huff is a beast. Bryce Huff's trying to get that long term contract, like me and Mike were saying. But heading into this next week, Mike, offensive line obviously is where we have a big question mark. Losing Big Al Woods. Al Woods pretty much played a lot on first down and second down. But, man, he was a big run stopper, having a great season so far for us, too. Losing him is going to be a hit. Having a defensive line as deep as we do, huge help, right? Because we're going to activate Tenzel Smart, who, who he's pretty good. I mean, he, he always almost makes the team, you know, and he's a preseason favorite on Hard Knocks, Mike. So we'll activate uh, Tenzel Smart. And I think we should be okay when it comes to the defensive line. The offensive line here going up against the Chargers is what I'm worried about. You know, they got some good pass rushers, obviously. But I will say one thing, Mike. I'm digging into the stats for this game. And one thing that surprised me, I knew the defense for the Chargers wasn't good. I did not realize that they were 31st in the NFL. That is trash clips. They give up 390 yards a game. I was not aware. I knew the Chargers defense was not playing good. Mike, this is this is a bad. On paper, it's not. But in actuality, when you watch, and me and you have spoken about it, they don't make any sense this season. They give up almost, Mike, 297 yards passing a game. Now, they're number six against the rush. I don't think it's because they're a great run-stopping team, Mike. I think that's just a byproduct of the fact that teams know they can pass on them, and they just pass on them. Let me, I don't think it's good. Go ahead. Let me say this, guys. You look at all the teams we played. Buffalo. Defense is solid. Run and pass. Yep. Cowboys. Great defense. Chiefs. Yep. Great defense. Look at the Eagles, great defense. You know, everybody, even the Giants, look Jeez. what the Giants have done over the last couple of years. Great. We've been playing. defense is good. Yeah, yep. And 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 Denver's was historically bad, but if you look in the last couple of games, even since they played us, the Denver has gotten much better defensively. Yes. I'm not saying that there's some great unit. Um, This is a game, Zach, if you want to change the narrative about you, Okay, you you somehow have skated through these last couple of games, and last week should have last week should have been it. You know, should have been a terrible, but you you survived that. You okay. go up on Monday Night Football and you put what you did against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Yeah, people are gonna be singing your praises very quickly. And this is the yeah. game. If in my opinion, I'm like, yo, we're four and three. I know every every win is important, but I know the Chargers are able to score. I'm taking all the training wheels off Zach of this game, Keith. I'm I'm letting it I'm letting it fly, bro. You yeah. know why? Because this defense is trash. And if he's ever gonna get it right, get it right now. Get it right yeah. now. Get that confidence going. Get you know what I'm saying? Like 
this is the game, you know? Yeah. And 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 so I think that Zach is going to attack and he may throw a couple of interceptions, but I think our defense should be good enough and they're coming to us. Yo, I know San Diego is really good offensively. Herbert is one of the best quarterbacks in the yeah. National Football League. Having a great year. But there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to win this game. And if we do, if we win this game based on some of the things that have happened with the Browns losing and the Steelers losing, we will be in position to be very healthy when it comes to making the playoffs here in a couple of weeks. You put the Jets at five and three. If you look right now at the AFC playoff hunt, Mike, we're tied at four and three. There's a bunch of teams for those three wild cards all tied at four and three. I think right now we'd be the eighth seed. So we'd be at the outside looking in at this moment right now. And I checked last week, uh, five and three though. We're four, that's at four of the five and three changes the game here. Uh, through eight games, you have five wins. I mean, that's looking pretty good. Especially for a team like the Chargers that you have to think didn't start off well, but I'm going to think they're going to be in contention by the end of the year for a playoff spot. Even if they lose to the Jets this week, Mike, that's a good team. So it's the type of team for playoff implications also. Playoff tiebreaker implications. You really want to get this W. Like you said, offense for the Chargers is great. Keenan Allen, I don't know what happened to Keenan Allen. He's like Keenan Allen from seven years ago now. Um, they've had some injuries, uh, wide receiver. But the rookie they drafted, Mike Quinton Johnson, last week had a big game. So it looked like that might, that might be the number two receiver versus us. But even though he's good... He's still, when you watch the games, Mike, you know him, I have him in fantasy football. He's still pretty raw when it comes to running routes. Sometimes he's sometimes not where he's supposed to be. Up against DJ Reed, up against Sauce. Uh, Keenan Allen's going to get his yards. He's a vet. He knows what he's doing. But Eckler. Eckler, and you mentioned this, Mike, and it's the best point anyone can make. Um, teams have been able to run us, and a guy like Eckler is kind of like a jet nightmare. Now, the way that Quincy Williams has been playing, man, I'm, I'm not fearing no running backs. Him and CJ Mosley are just eliminating your running back when you play the Jets. Eckler is a different kind of guy. Mike, surprisingly enough, he's never rushed for a thousand, right? Never receiving, never caught a thousand yards, but he always ends up with a ton of yards because he does both really well. So yeah. a huge weapon for them. And you mentioned Herbert, Mike, last year with the rib was still pretty good, but this year he's been he's been a machine. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the league this year. But the defense, man, like they're going to score points, even though our, our defense is good. I keep saying this and I shouldn't do it. I said this versus the Eagles. I said this versus the Chiefs. And both of those teams, I think, scored. What did the Eagles score? Uh, the Chiefs scored twenty-three. I think the Eagles scored twenty. I keep going. Oh, the, you know, the, I keep worrying about the other team's quarterbacks. When I should frame it in the fact that every good quarterback we play, we figure out a way to shut them down. Yeah. So even though Herbert's been great, um, and he doesn't really have a lot of stinkers, that kid. I mean, look, other guys just as good as him have not done that great against the Jets. So I think we're gonna have to put points up. I think the way to attack them, Mike, is through the air. Uh, that's what other yeah. teams have done, and. I mean, look, their defense, when it comes to passing defense, has been able to be broken down all season long. So I'm very interested to see how we approach this because do the Jets go, do they think in their heads, okay, their offense is explosive. They have a lot of good weapons. Do we want to try to control the clock, run the ball, you know, try to get, or is it just let's let's throw the ball on the field. Let's do what other teams have done and had success doing. They think Zach's capable. That's interesting. I think Chargers right now, Mike, are three-point favorites over the Jets. Um, which seems teams are pretty evenly matched. I think it's about even with Zach Wilson versus Herbert. You think about the defense's home game for the Jets. Uh, I know the place is going to be absolutely rocking. Charger fans are not the type of fan base that travels very well. You don't have to really worry about seeing too many Charger fans there. So, man, I'm excited, bro. Another chance for us to take a step forward in this season. There's reports, Michael, in our notes here, floating out that Aaron Rodgers is trying to come back by December. Now we mentioned this. We've mentioned it a little bit the last few pods, but now reports are coming out from like NFL people. But it's saying, oh, you know, he's the Jets expect him back by December, which is vague. That's probably the end of December. Obviously, we know how human bodies work, Michael. But like we keep saying, if we're in a position 
with three games left where we have already seven wins, right? We have four now. If we can get three more, or we can get four more by the time Rodgers comes back, that means going against that commander game, which I know Mike theoretically is his goal. There's three games left. You have Aaron Rodgers for the final three. Say you go two and one and you have 10 wins, you get, you're making the playoffs. And right? I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say two things about that, Keith. One, the offensive line combination that I wanna see moving forward is I wanna see Tipman back, which he may be back this week at center. Let him get some reps, some nice. experience, right? At guard, I wanna see Mitchell move okay. in at guard and put Dwayne Brown at right tackle. Okay, I wanted to okay. ask you that. I okay. wanted to ask you that, Mike, it's on my notes. One thing I forgot to ask you is this. Dwayne Brown's coming back. The Jets consider him one of their best five linemen. Even with what happened, Rogers week one, whatever. That's, I guess, the million-dollar question. Is the best, is that, do you think they'll, and who's, Mike, there's a precedent. Uh, Jason Peters, was that who it was, left tackle? Yes. And they moved, and he was he was in his 13th season. And yeah, and they moved him to right guard. So, I mean, there's he, precedent. Do you think that's the best combo is Brown at right tackle, Mitchell, Chipman, um, Tomlinson, and then Beckton? That's our best that's five. That's the best right five, I think, and that's the five, I think, that could take us into the playoffs. That's yeah, the five I, mean, I think take us into the playoffs, man. Because yeah. if you and you get that that line, you know, heated up, you know, get them all sauced up, and then by the time Rogers comes back, we're we're in position. I think that line, Keith, I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that combination. The, the context of things that changed, things have changed big time since the preseason when we did pods and we were like, look, let let Dwayne Brown be left tackle, let Beckton uh, be right tackle, blah blah blah. Things have changed, obviously. Lefton's now, Beckton has shifted to left tackle. He's played fine. He's actually played pretty well in some games. Um, he's showing consistency. He's not getting injured, knock on wood. So I don't want, you You can't move him back at this point. No. He's the left tackle now for the rest yeah. of the season. That, that's just how it has to be. Uh, and if you have Brown and he wants to contribute, get out there and play right tackle, man. It's easy for me to say. I know it's a different position. It's not just, it's not just like you just switch over and it's easy to do. But... That's our best five, man. We need you out there, Dwayne Brown. So I'm interested to see how that works out and how this game works out, Mike. Um, I think the Jets are going to come away. I'm going to give a prediction. I think we're going to win this game. I think we've been pretty good. We thought last week we'd win a close, ugly game. We had no idea how ugly it'd be or how close it'd be. I mean, the spectrum of close and ugly, man. It's very small, but this is the furthest end of close and ugly that game. And we did win. Me and Mike have been really good this year predicting these Jet games. I think we're going to win. I think we have some momentum here. I think... We've won a few games, Mike, without Zach playing that good versus the Eagles and then last week, right? Where, if can we just get a game where my boy just throws three touchdowns? Yeah, that's can it. I, can I just get it? Can I, like, and then, and then no disrespect to the gentleman who thought Jack's improving big time, but, like, I watched Josh Johnson and Mike White and Joe Flacco throw the ball all over the field the past two years. And these are nobodies. Like, they're not drafting second in the end of the draft. Like, if... And I've never seen Zach do it. And besides maybe the Titan game and maybe that Buccaneer game um, that we lost where he threw the ball a lot and played pretty well. It just doesn't happen with this kid. So I want that. I want I want Zach to get 300 versus the Chargers and throw three touchdowns. But whatever the the whatever the mixture is, the recipe is for success to win, Mike, they've been figuring out a way to win. And that's all, that's all that matters. You know, that's, that's all that matters. That's it. That's it. You know? And if he and if he's got that thing in him, if he's got it in him, Keith, he's gonna do it. He, yeah. When the lights are shining on you, and listen, let me tell you something. You could be a scrub and be ill in the moments. And you know what I'm talking about. Robert yeah. Ori. Robert Ori yeah. wasn't that great of a basketball player. He wasn't. He was good. You know, but son, big Rob, fourth quarter. Oh, no. 
Oh no! Oh no! You don't want that, right? No. Yo, John Starks, right? John Starks did did he did choke in that in that game? <laughs> game the Rockets. I, I know the two for yep. nineteen. I know, but outside of that, John Starks would light it up in the fourth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some guys just have it. Yeah. And if Zach has it, go, go, kid. Or go. if you have it. Whatever the mentality is you're putting yourself in, the end of the game is very different than the other three quarters, the way teams play defense also. We all know that. But whatever mindset you're in at the end of games, you need to get there earlier and yeah. be there the whole game. Yeah. You know, that's why the great quarterbacks, the great quarterbacks from the first snap of the game, that's where they're at. You know, and that's where the kid needs to get to because if we are going to give him credit for being good at the end of games, Mike, it's because he's locking in. And it means maybe he's not locking in like that the rest of the game, you know? So that's something to see, man. We'll see what happens with the Chargers. Hopefully we don't have to come back. Another game last week, we were behind, even though it was short and we went ahead 7-3, but it's like every game we, we, we go behind, have to come back. And then once they went up 10-7, I know they missed a field goal, two field goals to the Giants. It just felt like we were never going to score. It just, what, what, a, what a day, Mike. But uh, Jets, four and three. Four and three, Mike. And when you look at the, when you look at those AFC standings, everybody, Take a nice close look at those. I know you have a, a cousin of yours, Michael, that's a big time Patriot fan. Um, right at the bottom of those standings, right at the very bottom, one of the most scrubbed teams in this league, wow. the New England Patriots at two wins, six losses, Mike, and no hope in sight. No hope in sight yeah. for the Patriots at all. You know, they should have, they played a decently easy run of their schedule. They're in trouble. <laughs> They're in trouble. <laughs> They're in trouble, Mike. But I think we covered everything this week. Mike, if anyone doesn't want to get at us to support AEBG any way, shape, or form, how can they do that? Guys, we're on YouTube. Like and subscribe on Facebook at AEBG.JetsRadio on Twitter or X at AEBG underscore NYJ podcast and on Instagram at Jet.AEBG. Happy Halloween, everybody. You heard the man on behalf of the biggest Jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Agaris. My name's Keith Farrell. Good you next week, everybody. Peace out.